Rusty Quill presents. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
Oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank you, God, or... Or gods, or goddesses, or mighty turtle lord of earth, or... Whatever, just thank you. Listen to this. Breaking local news just in. Seven days ago, a young woman was abducted, and sadly authorities were not hopeful, as an initial search came up with little to speak about. The local search was expanded yesterday morning province-wide, with the help and coordination of both provincial bodies, as well as the RCMP, in an attempt to build leads in a case where there seemed to be none. Jesse Sigard, who was allegedly kidnapped in broad daylight with no witnesses to the event, had been found alive. First responders commented, stating her condition was stable, but the exact plight of her capture is yet unknown. Local authorities stumbled upon her in Brea Park, seeming dazed and confused. From there, she was rushed to hospital due to suspected dehydration. We will update as more news comes in regarding a case that has gripped the community in a state of fear for nearly a week. Back to Doug with sports at half past the hour. Is he coming or what? I'll be honest when I say I'm only thinking 60% sure he's coming. You said you talked to him. Well, I texted him. Mark. He'll be here. Good. We've got lots to talk about. Dee, I'm so sorry. What are you apologizing for? If, if I'd never come up with this stupid idea, then... Then Jess never would have... You're seriously making this about you. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, what? This was never just about you. D, my name was on the list. The letter was to me. I'm, I, I'm not trying to be self-centered here, but... You're an absolute dweeb. Who cares if your name was on the list? Who cares if the letter was just to you? When someone threatens you, they threaten us. It, it could have... Very well been me or, or Mark, whose name was on that list as well. I mean, would you have blamed either one of us? Well, h- hold on. No, no, I'm not holding on for squat here. Because frankly, you've got nothing to say that I don't know on the topic, and a lot better than you. Whatever skewed version you have of yourself in your head, where you're like the main character of every story, let it go. Yeah, I know in a lot of those stories you cooked up and the versions of the events, you're the bad guy too, and I'm sure you're not the best person in the world all the time, but... T- just let us beat you up, huh? Don't go doing it yourself. <laughs> All I want to know right now, Cole, is what are we going to do about it? Do... What are we going to do about it? I I don't know what the hell we can do about it. They took Jess, Cole. And I want to nail those suckers to the wall for it. What? Aren't you mad? What are we going to do? Is just roll over and let them win? Hell no. D, anything you'll say, they'll just... What? The listener will hear? Oh, Lord, no, not the lizard. Yeah, I know they'll hear me. And I've got a story to tell them, just so they know how much they pissed me off. My grandmother used to get me those plastic princess heels. The ones that come in packs of two or three different pairs. They're all clear plastic, with a pink or blue hue and sparkles throughout, like something a four-year-old would imagine a princess would wear. Christmas birthdays, she'd always make sure I had my princess heels. And and to be fair, I used to love them. I'd put on my prettiest gown, which was usually a ratty old nightdress with stars or unicorns on it, and slip my tiny little feet into those sticky clear plastic princess heels with the sparkles, and I'd walk about the house imagining I was Rapunzel, or pretend I was asleep on the couch like Sleeping Beauty or Snow White. 
I used to love getting those heels because my grandmother would giggle so hard she'd cover her mouth and make little snorts as the tears streamed down her eyes when I put them on and clip-clopped about the house, shuffling my feet to keep them on, and flicked my hair with every ounce of drama I could muster and declare that I must have chocolate milk with my lunch. That was me at three and four and five and six years old. I, I used to love the girly things because my mom and my grandma loved the girly things. And I loved the giggles and smiles and pictures they'd take and all the wonderful things they'd say to me when I used to parade about like that. By the time I entered primary school, though, I felt a little different about the princess heels. And soon I felt a little different about my long hair and my painted nails, too, so piece by piece I changed them because they didn't feel right anymore. They didn't feel comfortable. So I cut my hair and trimmed my nails and rubbed them with acetone until all the pink chipped nail polish was gone. It's funny looking back, you know. I got really lucky. I was lucky my mom never really made a fuss about it. It went from her rushing home from a sale at Zeller's with a hot pink backpack to her rushing home from a sale at Zeller's with a pair of knockoff Converse and a crisp flannel shirt. She never missed a beat. It was the same excitement either way for her. Same with my grandma, too. Princess heels to cap guns and a plastic sheriff badge. And she barely blinked. And she still giggled watching from the window as I played cops and robbers with you two idiots in the cul-de-sac. Not everyone's that lucky. Most people aren't. But I was. No, no matter how lucky I was, though, it didn't change the fact that I was different. <laughs> different wasn't bad, not for me. But it can be lonely. Jess and I met years ago at Bible camp. During that one summer, my parents thought maybe having a little Jesus in the house would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. We must have been the only two people at camp who argued over who would have the bottom bunk. I wanted because I was paranoid of stepping out of bed half asleep to use the washroom and falling five feet to the ground. She wanted it because it was near the only outlet where she could plug in her nightlight. Eventually, a counselor got involved and settled the fight, putting Jess in the bottom bunk because she said she was afraid of the dark. But she wasn't afraid of the dark. She just wanted to stay up late reading her books. It pissed me off, but it was cute. She was cute. We didn't talk much after our yelling match on the first day, and I didn't really think there was anything between us. Jess left a day early from Bible camp. Her mom got sick, and her dad wanted her closer to home. I'd spent the entirety of sleepaway camp giving her dirty looks and ignoring her, but I was sad to see her go, like my chance to turn things around was gone. I didn't really know what I could have done or how I would have done it, but... I felt like I lost something when she left. Y you guys might not get it, but no one was talking about non-binary identities or being queer at that time. <sighs> Especially not a couple of people at Bible camp. It's weird when you don't have the words to describe something, like how I felt about Jess the first time I saw her. If I was being honest, I didn't really care about the bottom bunk. I just wanted her attention, but I also didn't know how I felt because I didn't know how I was supposed to feel. And that's where my loneliness lived. I had no one to ask. 
No one to talk about my feelings with, not anyone who would understand the complications of feeling different than seemingly everyone else around me. I yelled at her about the bottom bunk and held a grudge for the duration of camp, all because I had a crush on her. And before I could figure my feelings out and put the words to it to make it make sense to me, she was gone. That night when I went to bed and stuck my hand under my pillow to touch the cold side, I felt the spine of a book. Jess had left a parting gift for me. Perks of being a wallflower. I told the counselors that I felt sick and stayed in my cabin on that last day, reading until my parents came to pick me up at dinner time. It was like Jess was speaking to me through that book, like she was telling me in some small way that she knew, at least in part, how I felt, and that she accepted me and, and wanted me to accept her. <laughs> what a way to leave an impression on a queer 14-year-old coming to terms with their identity. Leave a copy of Perks of Being a Wallflower to express some unrealized infatuation. Feels cliche now. We found each other on social media a year or two later and left the odd common or hard on posts, but that was it for years. And then she asked me for coffee a few months ago. I've never felt the way I feel about Jess. And now I know the feelings I'm having don't actually need to be explained to anyone for any reason. I mean, we've barely been official for a month, but I'm falling in love with her, and and I, I, I love myself even more for allowing myself to love her, and I love us and all the things we do together. And I can't begin to tell you how liberating that is to say aloud instead of feeling like it can't hurt me so long as I don't talk about it. Just makes me feel a part of the world. She doesn't make me feel different because even when different isn't bad, it's still apart from the rest and, and lonely. But with her, I'm not different. I'm just me and I'm just me and she's just Jess and I wouldn't want it any other way. To whoever is listening to me right now, the stalker, the listener, the creep in the shadows, whatever you call yourself, there's one thing you ought to know about me. I'll do anything for the ones I love. I'll do anything to protect them. My family, Cole, Mark and Jess, it may not be today or tomorrow, it may not be for a week or a month or a year or decades from now when you are weak and frail and infirm, but I will find you. And I intend on making you pay for what you've done. I'm not angry at you, Cole, for anything outside the bounds of our friendship. But I am absolutely furious. And we, Mark, you, me, and Jess, we're going to take our pound of flesh before this is over. Good Lord, Beth. Dost thou beest a little dark, nay? Jesus. Mess with me or mine, no. Not a chance. All right, then what do we do then? First, we need to hear from Jess exactly what happened. She's been talking to doctors or police or resting since they found her. I haven't seen her yet, so 
We let her rest, and then we get in, and we hear what she has to say. It doesn't get us that far, Dee. I feel like we would have heard by now if she could have told police or anyone who took her. It'll give us somewhere to start. Then we're going to sit down and start recording. Because we've got ground to cover. I listened to that interview you did with Dr. Rutland Cole. And I've got some serious questions. And now that damn ransom letter or abduction notice or whatever the hell that was... I feel like something's starting to click in my brain. You know, I've been thinking a lot about that too. Since you both left me, myself, and I together for a week. Sorry about that. Sorry. The letter from the listener, the one that Jess was forced to read out, seemed kind of self-contradictory at first, but but when you put it beside the interview, it starts to make a lot more sense. I'll be honest, I'm emotionally exhausted. Can can we take a knee for the night and come back to it in the morning? Absolutely. Look at us, back at it again. Feels good, you know? Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Mike LeBeau. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.